Yo, yo. Good morning. Hope you're still alive out there. Anyway, I'm looking into why haven't Senators Purdue and Leffler been charged with insider trading? And I'm reading Atlanta AJ, AJC, Atlanta Journal Constitution, AJC.com. It's uh, December 7, 2020, published. The title is Georgia Senators Tout Ethics Rulings, but panel rarely finds wrongdoing. I think this is uh, an important question, and it, it shows how uh, the Senate, Senate senators are never held to account. They, they always, this uh, Senate Ethics Committee always just dismiss the charges. It's bipartisan, but uh, I would like to know who's who's the, who's on that committee. How come the, um, well, I guess it, you know, it's three to three, so they, pro- they can probably never get a majority. It's always probably party lines. I think they should add a private citizens on this ethics committee, Senate ethics committee, lawyers that are nonpartisan. Anyway, under fire over allegations of insider trading and profiting off the pandemic. It's pretty serious. Serious allegations, should be serious fucking allegations precluding them from being able to run for re-election. been wondering if uh, I guess there are no lawyers in this in this world who have any fucking balls to uh, charge them charge them as criminals the criminals they are charge them with insider trading isn't that a that's a felony people can go to jail for that how come they're going how come they're running for re-election I've been on social media um, calling on the Attorney General in, uh, in Georgia, Attorneys General and District Attorneys in, in Atlanta and, um, and um, you know, CC, the Department of Justice, though of course they're not going to fucking do anything. Run by a or was run by a corrupt cop. Now, whoever, uh, probably it's run by Ivanka, Department of Justice, fucking circus man. P.T. Barnum, like David K. Johnson, David K. Johnston described this arsehole garbage president as uh, the P.T. generation, uh, P.T. Barnum uh, of our times. Modern day P.T. Barnum. Sat through his bullshit immediately. Mr. Asta bluffed about uh, a game uh, at the casino that he didn't even know anything about. David K. Johnson, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning L.A. Times investigative reporter. 
caught him out, asked him a question, called and and uh, our soul Nazi dump tried to uh, bluff his way out of it, TikTok, as if he knew something Snapchat. about it. What's the best way to build your? Um. And so, uh, yeah, let's get back to this story. The bipartisan Senate Ethics Committee. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue have responded with a similar refrain. The bipartisan Senate Ethics Committee, their campaign ads proclaim, dismissed probes of their stock trades without finding any wrongdoing. Those outcomes, however, should be no surprise. The committee of three Republican senators and three Democrats almost never finds fault with the 100 members of the U.S. Senate. Almost never finds fault. An analysis of the committee's publicly available annual reports from 2007 through 2019 shows it received 1,189 complaints of alleged violations. It's almost 1,200 complaints. Not one. Not one. Zero. Resulted in a disciplinary sanction record show. And they should be expelled from the Senate. We had a if we had a functioning Congress, they would they would expel these arseholes. They're criminals. They should be in jail, not running for re-election. Most complaints were dismissed without even a preliminary investigation by staff. By the way, call Congress 202-224-3121 and, and, and uh, call their offices. Kelly left Senator Kelly Leffler and Senator David Perdue and tell them demand that they drop out of the race. How dare they even think of running for re-election? Should be in, in jail. It gives them the gall to to do that and run for re-election. Give me a break. <clears throat> Only six cases during that period resulted in private or public letters of admonition, effectively a slap on the wrist. For those who ran afoul of the Senate's rules or standards, a senator saying he or she has been cleared by the Senate Ethics Committee should be taken with a grain of salt, said Meredith McGahey. Maybe I should contact this person and ask them, you know, why, why uh, uh, you know, can can a private citizen or maybe their their uh, issue one? I need to contact this executive director of issue one, a Washington-based watchdog group that has studied the committee's work. Senate Ethics Committee manages to find ethics violations about as often as an NBA referee manages to call a traveling or palming violation. In the cases of Leffler and Purdue, they were caught up in a flurry of insider trading allegations last spring after the Senate received closed briefings that outlined the seriousness of the coronavirus. By the way, Kelly Leffler plays, she, she plays like she uh, is a waitress that made it, that, uh, you know, that identifies with uh, the common person, but <clears throat> um, actually, she's the richest person, the richest senator, and especially since she was in insider trading, she got millions off of insider trading, and also she's even married to the Wall Street Stock Exchange. The got there's a guy, there's one person who owns the fucking Wall Street Stock Exchange. She's married to him. Ethics membership is handpicked by party leadership. 
and the panel largely operates in secret, issuing few public records about its cases. Why? This should be transparent. That thwarts independent verification of the extent of the committee's review or how it reached its determinations. It's probably by majority, and it's always by party line, so they, you know, it's a bipartisan, so it's a cut down in the middle. And so they can never convict anybody of anything. Congressional watchdogs and ethics experts, critical of the secrecy surrounding the committee's work, have been pushing for years for a more independent and open process that will help restore trust in Congress. You know, this is why Cong- nobody trusts Congress. They have like a, a an approval rating in the teens, usually. It was like 17% approval rating when the Congress finally tried to impeach this Farkin traitor. We have a fox guarding the hen house situation when it comes to the Congress looking into its own members, said Beth Rotman, National Director of Money and Politics and Ethics with Common Cause, one of the groups that filed the complaint against Leffler. Common Cause, contact Common Cause. It's a huge problem. The committee did not respond to requests for a comment for the story, but former members Nade said the panel worked hard to stay above partisanship. It takes its watchdog role seriously to protect the institution of the Senate. Of course, it's always lip service. Talk is cheap, man. Much of its work is preemptive. Offering guidance to lawmakers and their staffs about adhering to the chamber's rules. The whole point of the committee is they saw it, and all of us saw it was to keep people out of trouble by giving them advice before they did something they would regret, said former U.S. Senator Barbara Boxer, who led the committee for nearly a decade before retiring in 2017. That's probably why she retired. Nobody to keep him honest, probably now. In the rarest of circumstances, a California Democrat added the committee would refer cases to the Justice Department. Oh, great. It's going to be dead on arrival there. If it believed a serious criminal violation may have occurred, totally exonerated. Leffler for her part released a letter to the released a letter the committee sent her on June 16 that dismissed the case saying it found no evidence that the laws or Senate rules were violated. Well, how the fuck could you not find that laws or Senate rules were violated? Committees have specifically reviewed transactions by Leffler and her spouse, Jeffrey Sprecher, S-P-R-E-C-H-E-R, CEO of the Intercontinental Exchange, the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Like, these people aren't rich enough. They always have to have more trillions of insider trading to get more money. Fucking A. But the letter notes that panel conducted a preliminary inquiry and that it left the door open for future review. What does that mean? Future review. As always, the committee retains the authority to revisit this matter should additional facts become known to the committee. Letter from Chief Counsel and Staff Director Deborah Sue Mayer said... Deborah Sue Mayer, go fuck yourself, cunt. Senate Ethics Committee manages to find ethics violations about as often as an NBA. Yeah, yeah. That's from Meredith McGahee, Executive Director of Issue One. Gotta contact them. Mental note, Trista's mental note. Leveler's campaign in ads has played up the panel's work as proof she did nothing wrong. Her campaign spokesman, 
Stephen Lawson on Friday attacked the mainstream media that breathlessly ignores the facts and continues to perpetuate a lie. Kelly Leffler was completely exonerated by the bipartisan Senate Ethics Committee as well as the DOJ and SEC because she did absolutely nothing wrong. SEC, that's why, yeah, why didn't, why didn't they do anything? Securities, ex securities, oh yeah, well, of course, because her hubby, her hubby owns it, owns the, owns the entire building establishment, the entire stock exchange, wow, these people need to feel they need to insider trade to, to get a little richer, it's already the richest senator in the, in, in the Congress. Because she did absolutely nothing wrong, he said in a written statement, referring to the Department of Justice and Securities and, Ex and Exchange Commission, which also had investigated her stock trades. In Purdue's case, the allegations in the scope of the Ethics Committee review are less clear. His campaign will not provide a copy of his dismissal letter, which is said was issued on June 16, the same day as Leffler's dismissal letter. He provided a two-sentence quote from the letter, which says that the committee found no evidence that federal laws, ethics, rules, or standards were violated. It has been widely reported by mainstream media outlets, including the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, that Senator Purdue was cleared of any wrongdoing by the Senate Ethics Committee, said Purdue spokesman John Burke. Any insinuation otherwise is a sad attempt to deceive Georgia voters. Questions surrounding Purdue's stock trades have intensified in recent weeks after a series of news reports have highlighted its aggressive investment practices while in the Senate. The Purdue campaign has answered with an ad rolled out a week ago that stated the Senate was totally exonerated following investigations by the Senate Ethics Committee, SEC, and DOJ. But the recent news reports have expanded the scope of questions surrounding Purdue's stock trades beyond those he made as the pandemic was taking hold earlier this year. The New York Times reported last week that Purdue, a former CEO, conducted 2,596 stock trades since taking office six years ago. Uh, almost 2,600 stock trades. A former CEO. That makes him the most prolific stock trader in the Senate. The Times and other articles have noted that some trades involved companies and industries for which he had oversight duties as a senator. A separate Times article published in November shed new light on the Justice Department investigation earlier this year to produce stock trades, showing that the inquiry was far more involved than previously had been known. The report also undermined claims Purdue had been making for months that his day-to-day -day trading was handled by an outside advisor without his input. Purdue, the Times reported, had direct input with his advisor into a stock trade he made early this year involving Atlanta-based Cartolytics, where Purdue had been a board member before being elected to the Senate. Purdue contacted his wealth manager at Goldman Sachs to sell Cartolytics stocks, resulting in a January 23 trade worth January 23, that's right, that's like, that's like right after he got this COVID briefing. He couldn't wait to go trade, do some stuff, insider trading. Worth between $1 million and one and $5 million, according to the Times. Six weeks later, so let's just take $5 million. So this, this, you know, why be conservative? I'm sure it's actually more closer to $5 million. 
if family? that's probably a conservative estimate <sighs> six weeks later the company stock cratered after an executive shakeup at the company was announced and Purdue bought shares back at a bargain price. The stock has quadrupled in value since then. Quadrupled. The Justice Department probe included questions about whether Purdue had insider knowledge of material information at the company. The FBI, of course he was CEO there, man. Fucking stupid. This country is. Bunch of fucking idiots running this, ruining this country. The FBI corrupt fuckers. The FBI interviewed Purdue in June. After a grand jury subpoena produced hundreds of pages of documents and emails, the Justice Department concluded the Justice Department, run by fuckface corrupt cop Barr. It should be disbarred for all his assholery. Sometime, uh, let's see, the, the DOJ concluded his investigation sometime over the summer without filing charges. Why the fuck not? Because he's a Republican, that's why. According to the Times, it's unclear from the public record the extent to which the Senate Ethics Committee review examined the cartilage trades. Although a campaign spokesman said it was part of the review, Boxer, the former California senator, said when she led the ethics committee members tried to avoid completing investigations close to elections to prevent their work from being becoming overly politicized. Oh, fuck you. We need that information. The voters need that information. We knew that an ethics committee complaint could become a weapon to be used against sitting senators close to an election. Yeah, well, that's why we need to get these fuckers out. They already have name recognition on their sides. Might as well tell the truth about them. We didn't want to have that issue every time somebody was up for re-election. Oh, my, give me a fucking break. Should con- I should contact her and, and bitch her out for that. For uh, leaving leaving the Senate Ethics Committee with that type of point of view so that they won't they won't tell the truth. They won't tell the truth about these fucking criminals. Should not be running for office. We need to know. Conflicts of interest. Richard W. Painter, a University of Minnesota law professor and securities fraud expert, who served as a chief, chief ethics lawyer at George W. Bush's White House, said the Ethics Committee is not equipped to investigate or monitor complex inside trading issues. What? Why not? Get a fucking expert, dumbasses. It looks terrible, said Painter, a former Republican who ran for Senate in Democratic primary in 2018 on a platform focused on impeaching President. Oh, wow, man. Let me contact this guy. Richard W. Painter, a University of Minnesota law professor and securities fraud expert who served as a chief ethics lawyer at George W. Bush's White House. So the ethics committee, you know, that's that's got a huge amount of issues right there. That's a Pandora's box. The guy who stood by idly while uh, while his administration performed an inside job. World trade. If, if you if you think I'm a, you know, if you're gonna pull the old. Uh, 
entire uh, argument that oh, Trish is a conspiracy theorist. Go fuck yourself. It's a, it's true. And you know what? Conspiracy is actually a legal term. It is a legal term. It's a legal term. And these fuckers, they conspired to commit treason. They conspired. These, these are souls. These uh, senators, they conspired, and they, they, they uh, committed extensive insider trading that we need to know about. Everybody needs to know about this before we, we, before dumb Georgia voters make the stupid mistake of of reelecting these pieces of shit criminals. Throw them in jail first. My dead body. We got. We've got to get. Got to get organized. And we've got to get mad and and uh, hopping mad. And we've got to do something about it. Do something. Do something that's gonna work. Possibly work. Like lawyers of standing should sue these fuckers. That, this guy. That, uh, this maybe I can uh, convince him. This Minnesota law professor to charge him. Charge him in the courts. Charge him in the courts. Tear, bring him down. This is you got to do it now before they squeak by and and continue on with this treachery. It's an outrage. A former Republican who ran for Senate in the Democratic primary in 2018 on a platform focused on impeaching President Trump. You're receiving all kinds of non-public information in your job as a member of Congress, and you're trading all these stocks. It's like a congressman walking around the red light district, leering at the prostitutes while saying he has no intention to hire them. Kind of a weird analogy. I think it would be more like a better analogy about prostitution would be um, um, hiring hiring prostitutes in the red light district and then and then coming out uh, against uh, abortion and and uh, and, uh, pros- and and criminalizing prostitution <laughs> that would be a more apt analogy I think Purdue and Leffler both restructured their portfolios after questions intensified last spring. They announced they were divesting of most of their individual stocks and moving to mutual funds and exchange-traded funds. I'm not doing this because I have to, Leffler said. In an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, yeah, you're doing it because you, you're fucking caught out in insider trading. And, it, and uh, if people know, people learn about the... Stocks that you currently hold, said so be fucking pissed off and pillory you. I'm not doing this because I have to, Leffler said. And an opposite. What a fucking cheese ball. God. I hate these people. Said an op ed in the Wall Street Journal in April. I've done everything the right way and in compliance with securities and exchange commission regulations. Senate ethics rules and U.S. law. 
you know, she was appointed by the way, so she didn't, she didn't, uh, get that position. She's kind of like the, uh, Martha McSally of Georgia. You know, I just noticed that my dog tore up a highlighter. Well, the Stock Act, signed by President Barack Obama in 2012, took aim at insider trading by members of Congress. Critics say only an outright ban on owning individual stocks can restore public confidence. Yeah, of course. Well, what the fuck? How come, how come the stock, what happened with the Stock Act? Was that repealed? Did Trump repeal that too? Revoke it? Fox said the Ethics Committee strongly advised senators to put their holdings into blind trust. Because if they traded stocks, at best you'd look like you were conflicted. At the worst, you actually were conflicted. Yeah, you should be fucking charged. Gotta make an example of them. These arseholes. Gotta... So others, other senators won't do this. The Congress members. You gotta crack down, man. Crack the whip. Today only a handful of senators seem to have taken the committee's advice. Well, there you go, man. Big problem. Big problem. <laughs>